Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Teachers at the university never said, so Jamie, what do you remember from last week? Could you just say in front of the class? <laughs> uh, so there was a thing and he was uh, that thing. <laughs> here with kamigawa neon dynasty part two uh welcome back everybody uh this is kamigawa part four technically but neon dynasty specifically part two uh if you guys haven't listened to part one of neon dynasty uh or if you guys want to listen to all the kamigawa episodes uh a link should be in the top of the description of this episode so check that out if you guys haven't heard it um also, if you guys wanted to get in touch with us, either to recommend a topic or just chat, check out the Discord link also in the description. I am your host, Ethan Bummer. With me, of course, as always, is uh, Peter and Jamie. Hi, Peter and Jamie. Hi. Hi. I'm Peter. It's uh, Peter O'Donohue and, and James E. Miller. Hi. Uh, I don't know if that was the Price is Right theme, but um, yeah, Bob, I was going for it. Yeah. Bob Barker, have you ever uh, listened to him recently? Because we were at like such a sweet. Alive? I thought he was dead. No, if you listen, listen. Ago. If you listen to, he's not alive. If you listen to his old, uh, oh, like, it's, listen to his recordings. Yeah, no. If you listen to the Price is Right, because it came in like it was usually daytime television when we were quite young. So yeah. it, I put it on. It just reminds me of like daytime naps so much yeah. and it's so comforting. Like <laughs> these are right these are sick days that we use. Like listen to Bob Barker, right? So yeah. if you ever can't yeah. fall asleep now and you're around our age, then try try Bob Barker. Um, yeah. Old Price Zo- is right. The Zoomers uh, will fall asleep to Drew Carey's voice someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they when they're old. So, yeah, so, so you're, what you're saying is no more mouth sounds ASMR. That's that's out. The new Twitch meta is just uh, like a like a Bob Barker stream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of of listening to soothing voices and uh, being homesick, you two were, uh, were you got the COVID? Sure did. Yeah, I sure did get COVID. Uh, which I guess I yeah I guess I didn't have it. I mean I had it when we recorded last week's, but hadn't hadn't announced it yet. I was still still sitting on that uh, that one. Uh, yeah, you don't announce- you don't announce COVID until until your first trimester, or else yeah, it's exactly. bad luck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, uh, also, I guess in the same, uh, yeah, it turns out seventy five percent of COVID cases uh, are actually you know, they don't uh, they don't carry the term. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why you don't tell people until after the first trimester. Uh, no, but I, I told the patrons, or, or more accurately, Jamie told the patrons last week that uh, <laughs> my, my wife and I are pregnant. Uh, so I will be uh busy i guess come the fall this year uh we're looking to bank some episodes but uh i figured i'd tell the rest of the listeners uh for anybody who cares uh if you guys wanted to congratulate me uh send us an email uh contact at loreboys.com 
Or, uh, like I said before, head on over to the Discord and you can chat with us there. Yeah. Uh, so, and if, and yeah. if you guys play Minecraft, the Minecraft server's been popping off. Yeah. Since I since I got COVID and have, have been playing a lot of Minecraft, that's uh, got a nice community off. going there. Community center built. We've got like plenty of resources to share. Lots of stuff set up to get people yeah. going and come come, come yeah. make a house. Join us. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have all the um all the fixins for an Ender Dragon fight. Uh, thanks to Terry and Duke, uh, on the server. Uh, and I mean we're gonna be scheduling probably a, a server event at some point where we'll all we'll all go to the end and uh and kill a big old Ender Dragon. Oh, bunch yeah, of cool. uh, bunch of Endermen watching, the, like the cucks that they are. Uh, but, but this isn't Minecraft lore. <laughs> that's on. why. That's why they're always holding that one block just to hide. Exactly. Their, their, yeah. their pathetic little boner. Their they're, cucks. They're tiny, <laughs> tiny. It's their their dirt. The dirt block that they steal from the hill next to your house is actually a chastity cage that they've <laughs> fixed to their fixed to their junk. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're talking Neon Dynasty. Uh, I guess as usual, it's uh, it's quiz time. So uh, get your pencils ready. The bell has rung, fellas. Uh, what do you remember about? Uh, I guess I guess hit me with it. Hit me with any. Hit me with magic. Hit me with uh, Kamigawa. Hit me with Neon Dynasty. That the, if one of you remembers the name of the protagonist, just first name, I'll give you some bonus. Uh, what, do, what do we got so yeah i remember at the beginning we were like talking about all the different colored dragons and there's like a sacred forest and stuff and then like a big old egg with a different type of fractally dragon that was inside it and then there was our main boy that we talked about the last time who liked to yeah. run across rooftops and he was an orphan but he was yeah. oh yeah adopted yeah by the king or whatever or he was like the sword fighting for like the prince or princess and then like she gets kidnapped by some like crazy future ass shit and it's like uh that was probably foreshadowing for this time or next time on kamigawa because we get to mm -hmm. it was like the guy with magic he had like lightning magic or something or yeah he had like uh purple magic purple pink and purple magic like yeah. brazil's money uh kind of just like swirling around him and he had a uh cr cr there's a very specific simpsons reference Pete. i'm glad you caught it uh <laughs> he had a, a an all chrome arm which even in the uh, futuristic uh, capitalist hellhole that is uh, Kamigawa, uh, seems too futuristic. This guy's cro all yeah. chrome arm. Right. Um, Pete, was there anything you wanted to add? Uh, I remember they also had developed some kind of technology, I think, that had could transfer kami, which are like spirits and demons, into like robotic bodies and a yeah, super powerful one got transferred into a robotic raccoon which no, was okay so it didn't get transferred into so that was the end of the last episode the end of the neon yeah. dynasty episode uh... where uh our protagonist kaito shizuki uh had been uh looking for a guy named tameshi oh, uh, on, on the his behalf name, his name's Ka kaito Bonus points for Jamie. Yes. Boom, got him. Got it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but what's his last name, Jamie? Because I remember it. Sh fuck. I just <laughs> said it. Shizato? It was Tameshi. What's that? I said it was Tameshi. Isn't that what you said? Tameshi was... No, Tameshi was the guy that he was going after. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Shiburi. Sh uh, Suzuki, like think, think, think Suzuki, like Suzuki, but like Shizuki. the four wheeler or like the or, the, or the oh, nature of things guy on CBC. Yeah, like exactly. Shaven Shizuki. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Kaito and his sister Aiko, their parents had died uh, because they had 
uh, been irradiated in a in a lab accident. And oh, the Furies, of course, uh, I remember yeah, the comparison it, to the, the loving radiation couple. Yeah, his father had like taken like black market technology, which maybe could have saved them, but they got he got arrested for buying stuff on the black market and died in prison shortly after his wife did. So uh, Kaito and Aiko grew up in Aiganjo Castle, the seat of imperial power. Uh, where they were they were trained by a uh, <laughs> seat a, of imperial pa- oh no it's not it was almost simp seat of imperial power seat of apostrophe imperial power that does that does kind of read like in my head as one of those like Bugs Bunny wearing a tuxedo memes where it's just like the <laughs> words like that I wish everybody a a very a very special whatever and it's completely like out of context it's just like yeah baby i'm a simp seat of imperial power <laughs> um yeah so they grew up there uh eventually uh kaito uh became you know the sort the sparring partner of the emperor uh who uh was attacked by the the chrome armed man that jamie referenced yes uh kaito chased him couldn't catch him uh kaito's been looking for the emperor ever since Figure so, they got to be somewhere on Kamigawa. Their body was never found, so yeah. uh, I'm going to find him someday. Uh, has been searching around, ended up in the Undercity, a little disillusioned with the Imperials, uh, and was working for a guy named Satoru, uh, Satoru um, who sent him to find Temeshi, who oh, he said had yeah. some sort of technology which he wanted to find. Uh, they were in the Bosaiju district, the forest district. Yeah. Do you remember? I showed you guys the west and east uh, deacons there. Now. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, it was kind of a tree that grows above the entire city as yeah. well. It was yeah. kind of like a Goodfellas situation where they took like the young buck and they made him kind of grow into the crime family, and he's like a really good thief and stuff. And exactly, okay, okay exactly. Yeah. Is that what that movie's about? <laughs> no, but I remember there was like they, they start uh, that guy Ray Liotta who died. Right, he he's from a young age. They kind of bred him into the. Into, okay. They start yeah, yeah. off when he's a little kid, and then into a wise guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. They start yeah. you young, and and yeah. they have the like the tattoo or 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 whatever, which like if you betray Satoro, it kills you essentially. Yeah. Um. They have, right. they put like a kill switch on their gangsters, but they have like a they're like, well, no tattoo artist will tattoo anybody under eighteen. So uh, since you're younger than eighteen, there's nothing we could do about it, kind of thing. Rules yeah. is rules, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. For us, the mob. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they, they had sent him to find Tameshi. Uh, he found Tameshi, who had the little Tanuki robot, and said he was he had developed a technology to merge Kami with technology. Right. Uh, mm. When the Kami showed up, the one that he had that Aiko had seen the night that the Emperor was taken, who was the uh, the Kami of the bond between the Emperor and Kyodai, the 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 greatest Kami of all, essentially the one who came from the the great Kami. The great serpent Okagachi. Mm-hmm. Um, that one showed up, and that's where we ended the last episode. Was like they basically made eye contact. So right, which uh, was the coolest fucking thing? Because you're like, where did this guy come from? Why is he all futuristic? What what's the pink and purple magic that we haven't seen before? What is all that pink and purple magic? And there's there's so many loose ends that we left on. So uh, I guess that's where we can call it for today, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. It's, <laughs> been a, it's been a recap episode of last week's episode, so go listen to it again. Uh, you'll hear everything we just told you. Yeah, Ethan and I are kind of sick, so we're we're just gonna phone this one in, really. <laughs> exactly. I, I phone it in every week, so we're good. We're not we're not gonna stop the recording though. Uh, we're gonna just let it play radio silence because it's better for the advertisers. We have a longer episode, and we can put the mid roll and the end roll. So make sure to stay tuned for the next hour and a half while uh, 
it's like, just play. it's like the time I forgot to hit stop on the recording and I ordered and ate a whole pizza after an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Release the tapes, Jamie. God damn it. Release the tape. I love that. So the people funny. have a right to know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was listening to other podcasts, so it drowned out my sweet ASMR eating sounds. But yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we, yeah, we can't release them because we'll get DMCA'd. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so let's let's jump into Neon Dynasty Part Two. Uh, I guess my quick written pre, pre uh, recap, not precap, uh, <laughs> or my written <laughs> precom here says uh, we left our protagonist one Kaito Shizuki. Stumbling upon what he thought was his long-lost childhood friend, the Emperor, who had vanished from Aiganjo Castle after an attack from an unnamed and unknown man with strange technology and a chrome arm. Instead of the Emperor of the Plain, he found a Kami, the small spirit of a big, bald raccoon. Oh, Uh, yeah! (laughs) Kaido had come to the forest to steal the technology, steal the technology of a scholar known as Tameshi, uh, and after scrapping, had run off to chase the call of the Kami looking at the small defenseless spirit as it stood there, stood before him and released another quieter call. I still remember Tameshi saying that the Kami of the bond, the, it was the Kami of the bond between the emperor and Gyodai. A little Shinuki. A little, sh- a little Shinuki. Sh- yeah. Shizuki Shinuki. My Tanuki. Um, <laughs> oh, DMCA. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> for anyone listening, that, that wasn't actually the, who sings that? I know this. Uh, it's um, Paul. The, the Gabagools. We both know this. Yeah. I feel like we're getting, I feel like, we're getting like uh, Mandal- uh, what is it? Not Mandalorian effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mandala. Mandala yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian effect. It turns all your Yodas <laughs> into baby Yodas. Yeah, it's a spinoff of movies that we barely watch that you have definitely <laughs> never seen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Mandela effect is that, uh, when somebody believes that his name was actually Nelson Mandalorian, no? I yeah. That was, uh, it, was uh, it was legally was... changed in prison. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was the PS4 game, The Knack, that does my Sharona. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, The Knack. My yeah. Sharona taught me, um, what the, how to easily identify what an octave sounds like in an in interval in music. Doom, 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 It's just... It's the same one note, note, but one octave. One note, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So, so while uh, Mister the Knack, uh, Mister Kaito the Knack Shizuki uh, was observing the strange <laughs> creature, there came a whirring sound from above. Another Tanuki appeared, though this one presumably had metal balls. Uh, it was Tameshi's robot, the one that Kaito had been sent to steal, which Tameshi had designed to house the soul of a kami. Uh, which and the robot landed next to its spiritual part. Okay, <laughs> metal. That's how Isaac Newton figured out like equal and opposite force. He's just like playing with Tanuki's yeah. balls, <laughs> going back and his balls, playing with his Tanuki drone back in the 17th century, and uh, noticed the the huge balls on it, and said, "Yeah, hmm. well, that's why we call that thing on the you know like the thing that's just on an executive desk. That's a Newton scrotum." Is I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to picture what this sound would be like if there's a thin layer of skin around the balls before they get together. <laughs> the like muted tinks. You right. know? <laughs> Whenever we finally do get that PO box, I expect somebody to uh, send us a, a skin covered Newton's cradle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it wouldn't have been an easy decision for Kaito to side with Tameshi instead of his employer. 
His employer, if you'll recall, was one Satoru Umazawa, leader of the Hyozen Reckoners, and probably one of the most dangerous people on the plane, undercity crime boss, you know, not somebody that you typically want to betray. So, you know, he's like, well, there's the thing that I came here to steal, standing next to this other weird kami. Uh, as Kaido watched, however, the robot beeped, and the, kai- the kami chirped in response. As Tameshi and Kaito's sister Aiko returned, Kaito knew he had to protect this creature, and that likely meant using Tameshi's tech rather than returning it to Satoru. So he has this kind of like, uh, I guess, like spiritual moment, if you'll uh, forgive the pun, um, with the the spirit that's that's visited him here, visited him here in the forest, uh, and realizes like, oh, he's so cute. I can't, I can't. You know, I'm like, I'm just gonna stick with you, buddy. He's got little hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got yeah. little, little, little opposable thumbs to put his cotton candy in the water. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say he like he dips his balls in the water and they just evaporate they just, in front disappear. of him. He's just, like, <laughs> around for them, <laughs> he sinks to the bottom because they're made out of metal. <laughs> a peach um, is coughed into a rag like a a fancy uh, fancy yeah, lady. He's been doing it all day. Yeah. He's got, uh, well, he's no, got the I consumption. Couldn't... I put it in the washer and the dryer. I, I, I have I have been afflicted with the consumption, as <laughs> you may have noticed. But yeah, I have I have been uh I've been coughing into a, a Jameson a, a a Jameson whiskey rag for the past couple of days. Oh good, 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 good. And I uh I, I hauled it out of the dryer for the show because I'm gonna cough and it's gonna sneak up on me and I don't wanna do it straight into the mic, so oh, yeah. 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 So good I, thing um, I'm here to to point it out and, and sidetrack I am, this. I am, <laughs> Wilton, oh, oh, I, I, I do declare, Mr. Palmer, this story of raccoons is not a myth. <laughs> oh, oh, tell, tell it again about them big and balls, would you? <laughs> <laughs> the second I get sick, I turn into a son of a gentleman. I just can't yeah, fucking help. That is, that is definitely true. <laughs> uh, okay, I got a quote from you guys. It's from Akemi Don Bowman's The Path Forward. Uh, one of the the main inspirations for this story, uh, or one of the main sources, I guess I should say, rather than inspiration. I'm not making up a story based on inspiration. I'm just telling you guys the story of Akemi Don Bowman's The Path Forward. All right. Uh, So Kaito tried to imagine a Kamigawa where spirits ran around with armor and blades like miniature mech. Spirits that could be controlled by people like Satoru. The thought was unsettling. That isn't the purpose of my research, Tomesi said, firm. The design isn't about controlling the Kami. It's about keeping them safe. Safe from what? Aiko demanded. Tomesi's jaw hardened from whatever is on the other side of the merge gate. Okay. So, so it turns out Tomesi is is n- not only interested in studying the kami and the merge, things that we knew about him, but also what's on the other side of the merge. So the 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 spirit realm, as far as we can kind of tell, uh, the merge the merge and the merge gates. If you guys will recall. Uh, are these places that appear where it seems like the the two worlds, which were once separate, the material world and the spirit world, are slowly overlapping, kind of like a Venn diagram that's just getting you know a bigger and bigger centerpiece. Right. Uh, and there's there certain points where like reality is getting bent, where they're like kind of hitting each other with like fourth dimensional vertices or whatever. Uh, and those places are are forming these merges that they that the people of Kamigawa have developed the technology to build gates around, so that Kami can kind of wander through, but they cannot go back typically once they're through this is the first hint that i've got that like oh the reason they can't go back is because like dangerous for them or they'll they'll just die if they go back um whereas before i was just like oh it's like they just physically can't but tameshi seems to think if he gives them like an astronaut suit he can shoot them into space no problem okay cool 
Interesting, yeah. The it's first... the re-entry that's always that's always the problem, right? Like they've yeah. just they've just got like it's the 1960s on the other side, and they're just sending guys out. It's the uh, they're they're sending all their their monkeys and capsules out, but it's it's really the once once the comedy crashes into the ocean, it's so hard to get to. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but fellow Americans, I promise you that by the end of the decade, we will put a raccoon's balls on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> once you go rack, you don't go back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Aiko, uh, Kaito's sister, and Temeshi find themselves at odds. Uh, Aiko, if you guys will remember, is still an Imperial. She never left the castle with her brother. She's training to be a commie diplomat. She fully believes that the Imperials who put the brakes on technology and, you know, believe in control and, you know, um, keeping, keeping everything regulated, I guess, uh, she fully believes that they are, they are the moral high ground, the moral superiority. Whereas Temeshi is a futurist who believes, like, we got to deregulate all technology so that people can can figure stuff out. Like progress at any cost is got to be worth it. Like right. the the bat, the leaps forward that we make will make up for the the pitfall. Essentially, yeah. um, our our boy our boy Kaito, you guys will remember, is kind of the perfect analogy of somebody on the fence. Uh, he was an imperial, grew up an imperial in in a lot of ways, but then also kind of came to a realization when he had a conversation with a futurist whose parents also died in a freak accident and maybe could have been saved mm. by black market technology. Was that the uh, Zenyatta dude that he met? Uh, his like, name wasn't Zenyatta, but no, but he, he had was like a, cross-legged floaty guy. Like yeah, exactly. He he was a uh, sorry, my brain's not working right now. But Temet, he's the same uh, type of person as Temeshi, the same okay. type of person as Tamio, who we also talked about on the Innistrad episode. Okay. They're moon folk, and they can fly, and they live in a city in the sky in, in Kamigawa. Uh, yeah, I remember they lived in 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 the in like a flying city or something where yeah, they I, were just like, well, your technology's gone too far. Maybe we should just like kind of like pump the brakes and stop it here. Uh, it seems like most of the futurists are like the opposite. They're like the technology oh, hasn't gone far enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, my for, brain for, also the, broken. It, it's where Minamo Academy was back in like back in the day. I, it probably still is. Honestly, it's probably still called Minamo Academy. But it's like the the intellectual, the academics, like the hey, yeah, it, yeah, again, yeah. you know, like it's all a thought experiment. Like it's not real people's lives at stake kind of thing. Um, I, again, there's, there's probably like an actual moral high ground to boast. Um, I got that where, as well. Where, whereas Kaito like left the Imperials cause he was like, he did, he did believe in some futurist principles or whatever, but he's not fully a, a futurist either. And he's right. obviously still loyal to his sister. Who's, who's here uh, arguing with this guy about the uh, moral implications of trapping Kami in uh, metal bodies and hurtling them through an unknown void. <laughs> the dangerous great beyond right yes. right well at least they've moved past just like tying a rope around their waist and seeing if it goes limp after pushing them back through the gate right yeah exactly <laughs> uh, see if it just turns see if it just turns to uh oh my god i turned the the kami into a burnt and frayed end of a rope can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting chemical reaction yeah <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. jot that down jot that down uh, um so yeah, I, I you know f- feel how you will about uh, either of the uh, either side, I guess. Like take take your pick. There's there's some allegories to modern life. I sent you guys a pictures to our to our chat uh, or a picture, excuse me. Uh, this picture is called Essence Capture. Uh, near as I can tell, this seems to be the tech. And again, this is kind of we're kind of in media res right now. Uh, where this isn't like where the set that's released and the artwork, not necessarily all of it, takes place 
right now, but it's probably like 10, 15, 20 years in the future from where we are right now. Okay. Uh, so this card, near as I could tell, which has art by, oh, I forgot to put the artist down, uh, has art by somebody. Oh, Campbell White. I, I put it in a weirder spot than usual. Uh, <laughs> so the card's called Essence Capture. It's by, it's by Campbell White. Uh, and this is the flavor text on the card. The futurists regard the tradition of Tammy bonding as anachronistic and inefficient, striving constantly to surpass spiritual power with technology. Um, so regardless of whatever, like whoever Tameshi becomes, it does seem like his technology does get released at some point. Do you guys want to take a crack at, at describing uh, what we're looking at here? Yeah. Um, so there's someone, look like there's a face looking into, they're like holding what looks like a helmet, and they're looking into a helmet that has like a glass visor that you can see through where the face would normally be. And it it looks like a being made out of fire, that kind of reminds me of um, a neuron. Like, have you ever seen a neuron, like, for a close-up in your brain where it has, like, that central point and then kind of, like, these these arms reaching out looking to make connections elsewhere? And it looks like it's plugged into two receptacles on the the helmet while also kind of reaching out, growing, looking for other places to grab onto. Yeah, it's got, like, yeah. two... The inside... Because I thought it was... It does look kind of like Doomguy's helmet, but, like, with way more glass, like a way bigger visor. But it, I guess yeah. it's, like, a some kind of container... Yeah. Uh, the the thing that the fire spirit looks like it's plugged into look like two very, very kind of like Asian styled medallions, and the little fire monster on the inside has like a bunch of different like shackles and cuffs and stuff. And like I don't know if I'm just like if this is like the because humans see faces and everything, it yeah. does look like there's like a screaming little face in no, there. No, it, it, def it definitely has eyes. Its eyes are like looking at one of its arms, which is like trapped. Uh, okay, yeah, kind of like yeah. looking to the left with like its mouth underneath, I guess. Yeah, it's um, like a, a screaming little fire sprite with a bunch of limbs being, uh, I don't know, like, sucked through, I guess, a grate <laughs> at this point. Like, yeah, it's, sucked through to, or, or yeah. pinned to at least. Uh, I don't know. It looks distressed, I think it's fair to say, the little, yeah, the little it, it the tiny little commie in there. but yeah. Displeased. It's, he, he looks like he's well on his way to being just a frayed and burnt end of a rope at this point. <laughs> what yeah. do they use this guy for? Like, cook a can of beans? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah can you imagine you're you're just like you're just like some kind of moon folk hung over as shit right <laughs> and you're just trying to microwave something and you have to plug in a screaming little monster into the <laughs> side it's just like how fucking horrible that would be <laughs> that's like the one of the what ifs i can't remember what the what one half of it is but the one is like would you rather this or this uh one of them is every time when you come it's a giant sperm cell that runs away <laughs> you'd have to kill like why do i have to kill it? it well you could like you could let it go but then everybody knows you're just letting your your cum monsters run around you know but what, does it have a name tag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i think that the, the the socially responsible thing to do if you dispose of it you wouldn't want all these half living nah, things running around i would just drive out to the woods and beat off there what if you're free what if you had to have yeah. a kid every time you orgasmed? That would be like a big deal. Yeah, that would, uh, I, we never would have made it this far. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no society. I, you know, no. society. Am I right, gamers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Making me have a kid every time I come. It would be, but that one time you you did, you were able to do it, and like really felt it would be pretty great, wouldn't it? It would be a big, it'd be a big kaboom. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably like go weak at the knees, and then. You'd, you'd have to catch that thing afterwards. <laughs> hey, get, get <laughs> it reminds me of Marvin the Martian. Like, where's the kaboom? <laughs> <laughs>
Um, okay, so cami bonding, uh, as a reminder for you guys and the listeners, is what Ico had been training to do in some regards. It's probably what Ico had been like aspiring to do. Not every kami diplomat gets to bond with one, uh, but people who really kind of impart their personality on a kami will sometimes get to bond with it. Uh, you guys will remember Satoru, uh, Satoru's Umazawa's ancestor, Toshiro, had bonded with the Myojin of Night's Reach to be able to teleport into the castle and steal the disc which contained the soul of Okagachi. Uh, listen to our first uh, Kamigawa episode. Basically, some some like channelers, they're called, are able to bond to a kami and then channel its power. Uh, essentially, you know, a lot of kami diplomats, or some kami diplomats will be able to earn enough trust and mutual respect with a kami in order to use their power for whatever they both kind of see fit. Right. Um Likewise, some evil people will will bond with evil kami. Those are just the more powerful magic users uh, in Kamigawa. Essentially, are the, are the ones who are able to bo- uh, bind with a kami. Okay. Um, so Aiko and Tameshi are arguing in the forest, uh, and Kaito is just sitting there conflicting with himself. You know whether or not to kill his his giant sperm baby or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> while while that's happening, they are attacked by Hyozen Reckoner. Uh, so the the gang that that uh, Kaito was working for uh, basically pops out of the bushes. Uh, they're spies. They were sent by Satoru to follow Kaito and confirm whether or not he was actually loyal. You know, he's the text right there. He's not stealing it, kind of thing. Also, they probably want the credit for stealing it themselves because they're all liars, cheats, and and thieves, right? So yeah, who knows how it would have shaken out, no matter what. Um, they basically give him the spiel like, oh, you know, like yeah. Uh, he never trust like Satoru never trusted you, but knew that you know he never doubted your ability. So he knew you'd find Tameshi at the very least, and as long as we followed you, we'd be led here. Basically, uh, you whether think or not he that's... actually didn't want to give someone under eighteen a tattoo, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Why would you believe the rules matter all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they pop out of the bushes. Uh, they they you know the the reckoners get even more than just seeing him not steal the the robot because they overheard him and his sister chatting about how he used to be training to be a samurai you know they're they're like you know here you are standing with an imperial uh you know clearly fraternizing with the who we'd consider the enemy um kind of the 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 uh ironic twist the the shakespearean twist i guess is that like kaido came here fully expecting to steal Tameshi's tech like he was like he was pretty on board to do what it took kind of thing yeah uh, he had left Iganjo castle because he was disillusioned with the way the Imperials ran things and didn't believe in like the Imperial way of life kind of thing uh, obviously a bunch of like murderous thugs aren't going to be the most sympathetic ear especially in that <laughs> kind of moment so uh, it, it, it doesn't go well I guess him trying to talk his way out of it um, they're led the leader of the the small group uh, of of bandits uh, is a woman known as Nari. She's a powerful woman, and she's a powerful channeler. Uh, she's someone who had bonded with a kami. Uh, her kami in particular is known as Azamaki, the kami of treachery incarnate. So <laughs> pro- probably never going to get her to not betray you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the she's the anti Rick Astley, who's only ever going to give you up. You know. <laughs> 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 Stupid. Only gonna give you up. Only gonna let you down. Only gonna change never to only, and it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah. same same yeah. number of syllables. That's yeah. the key to music. 
is uh, <laughs> only use only use one note octaves apart and yep. <laughs> uh, same number of syllables for yep. all your words. Yeah, refer to Rick Astley and the Knack for all of your music <laughs> theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Nari believed that uh, merging with her kami gave her prophetic visions, uh, as well as some other magical abilities, like the ability to emit black smoke-like fog. So she's clearly pretty powerful, you know what I mean? Pretty cool, yeah. Uh, she's standing there. I can there. see into the future every time I'm about to betray someone. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I know every betrayal before it happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they're committed by me. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, so she's just standing there, just like, just shedding black smoke, basically, being all intimidating. Um, one of the villains, one of the thugs grabs Aiko, Kaido's sister, uh, though Tameshi is more concerned with the Kami, uh, Tameshi tries to defuse the situation. He's a stranger. He like if you guys will remember from the end of the last episode, him and and Kaito were were literally fighting, and Kaito was trying to kill him, and he was trying to kill Kaito when the Kami emerged, or, or Aiko like made them stop for a second, and then the Kami emerged, so they like kind of settled their differences for a second, but they're not like buddy buddy yet or anything. Uh, and now like. Uh, Aiko and Tameshi have been arguing and Kaito's just been kind of standing there listening to them argue uh, but Tameshi to his benefit is like let ev- let everybody else go if you guys let Aiko and Kaito go with, with the Kami uh, I'll take you guys to my lab I'll show you all my schematics you know you guys can have the tech that you want okay. he's, will- he's willing to do that for them Wow, that's nice. Even Dexter didn't let, let his own sister in his laboratory, but this guy's freaking <laughs> yeah, a stranger. Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Kaito, Tameshi... guess what I'm gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tameshi was smart enough to to know that it's an omelet au oh, fromage. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, <laughs> so so they, the 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 bandits have Iko. Uh, Tameshi tries to defuse the situation. The the bandits are like. We literally have you guys 12 to 3. We've got her in a chokehold. We're going to kill everybody here, and you're still going to take us. To- uh, so, you know, a treachery treachery strikes. What can I say, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a man- wreathed in black fog can't be trusted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's just so unreasonable, man. You know? <laughs> probably in her period. That's probably where all the black smoke's coming from. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> My, my right gamers uh, yeah hell yeah. <laughs> yeah dude i don't know you're married i'll trust you on what the, this women stuff so so a melee breaks out aiko and kaito aiko also was trained by uh light pause the you know the samurai trainer for a long time so she's a competent swords swords fighter as well oh the uh, uh the mitsune or whatever the, the, the kitsune? Kitsune, yeah, yeah exactly the Fox, uh Fox their Man. their mentor their their only real father figure i guess growing yeah. up uh, so they, they managed to hold off a, a, a good chunk of them for a while. Uh, Tameshi goes for the kami and is just like, like you know the picture of the, the Shiba Inu with the little the two little Shiba Inu toys and it's like pushing them together on a tabletop. He's just like he's got his he's got the Tanuki robot, he's got the Tanuki spirit, and he's just basically like, now okay, kiss. Come on merge. Come on merge, would you? Uh, the commie's refusing. It's like, dude, I'm I'm not getting in that thing. Because yeah. that's so it's so cringe that you made a sex doll of me, dude. Like I don't want anything <laughs> to do with this. Um so uh, meanwhile, Aiko and Kaito are, are just like just sword fighting while he's like trying to get trying to do science in the back, you know? Um things are starting to look dire, but just as they are, there's a roar which bellows through the trees. Uh the order of Jukai, 
the protectors of Bosaiju district and all things Kami had arrived. So uh, the people who are kind of sworn to uh, maintaining the Kami way of life and living with the trees, the naturalists, the green pieces here, basically, to stop the eco-terrorists. Uh, okay. They're they're here to glue themselves to the Kami robot suit and just be yeah, like, yeah. stop, stop, Kami, Kami. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they they see a bunch of Kyos and Reckoners who they don't really like uh, fighting in their peaceful Kami glade. goddammit. it! Uh, so they the two factions charge each other: the Kyos and Reckoners uh, and the the Order of Jukai. Uh, the trio uh, Kaito, Aiko, and, and Tameshi take the opportunity. They're like, cool. They seem busy. Let's uh, mosey on out of here. Kaito grabs the Kami who didn't seem to want to cooperate with Tameshi or Aiko, and they just they tear off into the forest. Okay. They ran through the forest when suddenly there was a juddering rumble from the ground, freezing them in their track. Uh, I got another quote for you guys. Akami exploded from the river, and the entire forest seemed to shudder in response. With an ear-splitting cry, the spirit tore past the trees, felling one of them with a mere slice of its bone-like arm. It moved in erratic bursts, Long limbs stretched out like it was searching by touch. Two orbs of unnatural green, green light glowed from a delicate stone face, but the carved smile it wore didn't match the anger radiating from its core. Frail as a skeleton, it had enough arms and legs to rival an insect, with heavy black cobwebs that fell over its crooked shape like a veil. Silk thread trailed from one of its bony fingers, fixed to a paper lantern that swayed in front of its chest like a pendulum. Whoa. Emerging from the nearby stream was Gravelighter, the Kami of Forgotten Clearing. But more on that after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> Shivers down your spine. <laughs> <laughs> doot, doot, my friends. Uh, the, the Kaito crew has been ambushed by the Kami of Forgotten Clearing. Your dudes are. And um, this is this is the the kai, the, uh, the kami of of getting enough calcium in your body. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm gonna... sorry, forgotten clearing, Cle- forgotten clearing. That's it. Forgotten clearings. Yeah, clear. Uh, I sent I sent you guys a picture so you can take a look at uh, what what the crew is being confronted with, and what Ico Ico decides. You know what diplomacy? Uh, I'm I might just be a junior diplomat, but I'm gonna do my best. She puts on her hall monitor sash and oh. uh, <laughs> is basically walking up to this thing. Uh, you guys wanna you guys wanna describe it? 
I'd like to describe what I imagined and then describe the actual thing itself because it it really does go between like my imagination of Western art and then and then the actual kind of much more Japanese art here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you had described a very spooky skeleton with like a stone mask with a smile carved into it. Mm-hmm. It it has the tiny little painted on red lips of like a Japanese lady, which obviously I would not have imagined. The veil is the same, although I imagined it being more made of spider webs. It's very much like kind of like a sheer black veil. Mm-hmm. Bone hands, all the same. But the funny thing is, I imagined a square lantern as a filthy gaijin, whereas this yeah. one has a round lantern. Round and paper I imagined lantern, it. Yep. I imagine an orange glow opposed to a spooky green glow. I, I think I, I think I did say green, unnatural green light glowed from a delicate stone face. Uh, um, oh yeah, for, that's that's I put it in the eyes. I pictured mm-hmm. it as a man, to be honest, not one of these. Wow, guys. dude! Whoa. Wow, you are getting <laughs> you are canceled. Man. When you I think a gender a skeleton without yeah. seeing the hip bones, without yeah. seeing <laughs> the <Yeah>. pelvis, <laughs> when it's I, the only way you can fucking tell. Yeah, yeah when I think of skeletons, when I think of doctors, engineers, I don't know why. Pilots, but... yeah. to be yeah. safe. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> no, very um, spooky though. Yeah, uh, and she's got like spider webs, but they're like they seem to be making like butterflies in the in the air. I don't know. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, she's spooky. Yeah, That's playing, uh, playing Monster Hunter Rise, there is like a very wedding veil looking spider monster called Raknikadaki. So I think oh, spider ladies just um, seem to be a Japanese. Say that ten that. times or five times. Love, yeah. love that kid rock song. Raknikadaki. Raknikadaki. Yeah. Raknikadaki. <laughs> <laughs> right, <the kid laughs> bombed a bomb diggy like uh. um so yeah uh Iko steals her courage sees this thing it's like again it's it's got a smile on but it does seem to be like radiating some like unseeable rage which they can all kind of feel you know oh my god it's aura is so sagittarius right now <laughs> she's putting uh, on she's putting on a strong face it's carved yeah. in stone it's but vibe. like we, the unnatural green glow gives away her true her true feelings yeah i saw the i read the green gatsby uh she has a green lantern because she's envious oh there you oh go. There you go. okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so the before green gatsby <laughs> 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 that's the uh, that's the one the green the green gatsby that's the one with the the guy with the magic powers who's in jail right with tom hanks and uh yeah yeah, yeah exactly okay, yeah okay, okay. Uh, is it will it hurt balls uh, <laughs> will it hurt yeah, balls when i'm when i'm torn up with envy over my, the love of my life be with another man <laughs> yeah when they when they shoot tom hanks in the pool yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The great, um, the great mile, the green, uh, the green, uh, the, the green the, Gatsby, the, the yeah. Gatsby mile, yeah. and other Frank yeah. Darabond films. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna diplomat the shit out of this. You know what I mean? Uh, before we can learn whether or not it works, Kaido basically steps up. He mends his way into the conversation. Is like, uh, please, Iko, let the men handle this. Uh, the, the, the kami. Does not like that. There is this like scene where like Aiko walks right up to it and it's like the the Kami like approaches her and is like sizing her up and it's like got this like gaped open jaw essentially and Kaido takes that as like it's gonna kill my sister. I gotta run in there and save her basically. Uh, she's a woman. She doesn't know how to defend herself even though she's the only one here with a sword. Um, <laughs> the the Kami is like oh shit fast movement. Don't like that. Now I am gonna kill your sister. Uh, luckily though we've got 
uh, Magic Tanuki on our side, uh, who jumps in to defend. Uh, <laughs> he uses his steel balls to stop her blow. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's bite. It's biting down. The Kami's biting down with its massive, massive mouth full of sharp teeth, but can't bite through these the rock hard balls of this Tanuki. Yeah. Yeah, you can crack a tooth on them tanuki balls. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, the tanuki Mr. President's basically just like yeah. down sort of thing? Okay. Exactly, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, it gets shot in the nut. Um, <laughs> the smaller Kami distracts Gravelighter while Tameshi takes Aiko to safety. So Tameshi flies in, swoops in, whoop, grabs Aiko, flies off. Uh, Aido sees, you know, the. it's like, uh, I guess like, Jamie, the the analogy for you is like you're on a walk on a trail and a grizzly bear comes out and Ice is like, don't worry, I'll buy us time kind of thing. Oh, uh, I hope that never happens. Ka- Ka- Kaito's like, Kaito's like, I'm not leaving my I'm not leaving my dog to fight a bear on its own. Uh, so he jumps in, he like dives in, he's like waiting there, like assessing the fight where the you know you guys have seen the the uh, Kami of Forgotten Clearings, who's like very green and black. Um, the Tanuki is, is golden. So he's like, he's looking for the flashes of gold amidst this much larger Kami. Uh, sees his opportunity, dives in, rolls out, realizes I can't outrun a Kami. So I guess I'll just wait here to die. Uh, so he's basically like, he's got the Kami in his arms and he's like, got his back to the creature. He's like it, trying to protect the, the Tanuki. Um, in, in response the Tanuki remembers uh, that it's in charge around here and, and just commands Gravelighter to return to its river, river and leave them alone. Oh. Uh, so so it, it's like, it issues a sound which Kaito recognizes as a command. He's like, oh shit, it's like, it's bossing him around, you know what I mean? Uh, and Gravelighter's like, oh shit, sorry, didn't, sorry, didn't realize who you were. Didn't realize you guys were with him. Uh, so I'm just, I, with her, I'm, j- I'm just gonna go, okay? Uh, don't it's mind me. stop out loud and he's just like, I recognize that as a command. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the group decides to be friends, uh, after, you know, a a bit of chatting. We find out that Tameshi was the one who had actually sent for the Order of Jukai in the first place. Uh, originally he'd done it because he had drones set up in the forest that saw Kaito and Aiko coming and was like, okay, they're coming for me. I'm going to call the Order of Jukai and I'm going to get out of here before these guys show up so that they'll get here and the cops will show up and the cops will be like, what are you doing? What what are you guys doing in this restricted forest, basically? And, and, you know, cite them. Uh, you fucking so, narc, you bugged the forest? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like an entire beehive. Like, yeah. He, like, he rotates the conspicuous camera lens. In it. <laughs> yeah. he, he was he was trying to swat Kaito and Aiko, basically. Uh, <laughs> so Tameshi leaves the siblings after a time. Uh, he's like, hey, like, you know what? This was great. Hit me up if you guys, you know, ever ever want to be friends, ever want to ever want to chill. Let me know. If you guys ever need some technology. Your boy. Uh, and then he's like, flies to the moon, basically. Uh, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so he go, goes back to his home planet. Yeah, exactly. That's like, is that Frank Sinatra reference? <laughs> yeah, he, he, lay, he flew himself to the moon, then he laid himself upon the stars. Okay. Uh, no, he, he flew to the, the moon's, the sky city. Cool. Manamo Academy. <laughs> Do you think uh, they just throw their trash off the side of the city, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure, for sure. I mean, where's the sewage go? It's just like waterfalls of sewage, right? Yeah. Just or, off, or off the end of the city. Just one. If you could have it come down the middle, you could probably have like a sewage uh, pool. These are the deregulation folks. 
dude. They're they're not yeah, all, all agree yeah. on that. Like, uh, it's my it's my goddamn right. It's in the constitution that I could throw my shit off the balcony. Okay, yeah. I, was, I was protected by the founding fathers. All of you yeah. know. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the the undercity. There's a lot of folks who profit off of this. Like without us, we you know we're creating yeah. we're creating jobs. Uh, we're creating jobs. Yeah. Creating jobs. Really. There's a whole there's a whole class of shit covered street sweepers. You know what I mean? Like we we did that. We did that. <laughs> It really is trickle down from there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the so city of tears from Hollow Knight, but just piss and shit. Just, oh. just piss and shit and come, dude. Piss I was more, I was more thinking like trickle down is just like some rich asshole with like a just an absolutely fucking destroyed prostate. Like yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. he just can't pee. He's uh, he's he's lactose intolerant, but uh, like all lactose intolerant people, they were never gonna let that stop them. Oh right? yeah, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I I powered through it, and it yeah. does go away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I a lot of people I know are like, yeah, I just drank enough milk and shit my brains out enough times that it stopped happening. It's all over. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Tameshi leaves the siblings. Uh, they decide that Aiko should take the Kami, um, newly named Pompon. Oh. So Kaito's like, we're gonna name him Pompon, uh, and they say, Aiko, you should take them. To Iganjo because Kyodai's there, the great the greatest kami, right? The the kami of the veil. Uh, they're like, who who better to watch over this thing than, than her, right? Uh, so classic Iron Giant. You stay, I go. Scene Zeus uh, right. with Ka- with Kaito being like, all right, go with her now. I'm gonna walk off this way. Except mm-hmm. uh, the creature doth protest to going with Iko, um, and actually tells Kaito, my name's not Pompon. My name is Himoto. Uh, before it promptly merges itself with the drone prototype that Tameshi had left behind. Cool. Uh, it's just like, uh, my name's Himoto. Actually, I do like the sex doll. Uh, I just didn't like him. So I'm going to hop in now. <laughs> the guy uh, who started, gl- bringing, started bringing a drone to the dog park. And I found out that my dog, who is normally very lazy, wants to fucking kill a drone. Like yeah, yeah. just oh, really? ch- chases the drone around and like jumps up in the air, barks and cries, trying to kill it. Uh, I am I am not surprised that Ice of all dogs wants to kill a drone. <laughs> I would have been very surprised if Ice was just like I thought that's where your story was going. I thought you were gonna be like, yeah, it turns out she doesn't fucking care about it at all. I would have been like, what? No, yeah, yeah, if I could yeah. chase it, no, yeah, she's she's killed enough small critters that I uh, like. Yeah, drone, why not? Yeah, yeah. It, it it whizzes, it it moves fast. You know, it goes burr. Like yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's all, that's all I <laughs> This one in does the he have story. Does camera on it, or is it just like? Does he just like fuck around with it? He has a camera on it, but he doesn't use it very much. He's a pretty good pilot with it, actually. He does it over the oh. dog park, and it, it's never fallen into the dog. He lands it outside the dog park uh, for safety. Just on the other side of the fence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, down. knowing your side of town and the absolute cartoon characters that you encounter at that fucking dog park that dude the reason he can pilot that thing so well is because he's got a gopro on it and he has just like that peeping tom stability he can park it directly <laughs> between the two branches of a, of like a very yeah. dense tree yeah. to get exactly what he needs off the fourth floor of some fucking building there's so many weirdos there yeah, there's a guy today who is going off he's like, i'm not racist i hate everyone equally and then oh, told a it. bunch of racist jokes he's like Jokes aren't funny unless someone's getting offended. Classic. Cool, what a cool, cool, dude. cool guy. Cool yeah, guy. cool dude. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of what the border of of our town is that goes from regular to crazy. Because like I don't oh, encounter a lot of insane people five minutes away from you. You're, yeah, you're 
You're you're the Pete and Jamie live on a in the same without saying same too hood, much. Yeah, without saying too, yeah. too much. Um, they live in the same hood, uh, but Pete lives much closer to the metro line, which is I just think like Pete's more like more like the the New York style of city person who's just like, hey, I'm fucking busy, dude. I got places to be. Like it's a much busier part of town where Pete is. Yeah, even yeah. though you guys are in the same. I also uh, just talk. I list, I'm willing to listen to just about anyone. At, That's at also at first, also yeah. Jamie does att- attract the craziest. Too, I so. don't. I don't have a dog, and I don't like to cause trouble. But I've seen Jamie cause a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. You guys want an ex- another excerpt? Yes. Yeah. Kaido stood to face his sister, whose mouth was parted in fear. To Messi's research, she tried to stop it, tried to make sure it would never fall into the wrong hand. And now the very proof of it was sitting on Kaido's shoulders like a beloved pet. The Tanuki robot shifted once more and drifted into Kaido's hands. When he turned it over, he realized that it had morphed into a map. Smoking! <laughs> <laughs> Kaito turned to his sister and said, somebody stop me, and then yeah. turned into a tornado in a zoot suit and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> went to cause havoc for one uh, evening. I oh. quote that all the time. Whenever I'm getting like ready to go for a walk and the dog's all excited, I'll be like, no, I said the keys, not the cheese. Yeah. She's all bark at me because he got his dog to go get the keys or whatever, but it yeah. brought cheese. The Mask, man, uh, that's an old movie. That's an old movie. I feel that like it's uh, fucking great. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, for, for the zoomers it's um what's jim that carrey. guy in sonic uh jim carrey no the character he plays though dr robotnik. Dr. Uh, it's dr robotnik but a long time ago this yeah, there for, you go, for there your you reference yeah <laughs> yeah uh the tanuki robot shifted once more and drifted into kato's hands when he turned it over he realized that it had morphed into a mask he stared at the smooth smooth edges and origami cutouts, wondering if a connection to the Emperor really did live inside Himoto, and if choosing to stay with Kaito meant anything at all. When he pl- when he placed the t- Tanuki mask over his face, he felt it immediately. Energy thrummed in his core all the way to his fingertips. It was like static and magic and power begging to be released, begging for Kaito to let it go. Somewhere behind him, Aiko was calling his name, shouting with desperate, terrified breath. But Kaito couldn't answer her. Something was pulling his soul in another direction, to another plane, and he couldn't fight it. He didn't want to fight it. For the first time in years, Kaido felt as if he knew exactly where he was meant to go. The power burst through him, coursing through every bone and vein. Kaido let it consume him entirely, and when he felt the tug against his soul once more, he answered the call as if it had been fate all along. Kaido took a step forward and vanished from Kamigawa. Is this his uh, Planeswalker spark? Yeah, so we've got a planeswalker. Uh, surprise, cool. surprise. Magic magic stories got a planeswalker, I guess. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. So um, so now he's like in the shadow realm and he's about to play a blue eyes white dragon, right? He's in the blind eternities. That's last uh, week. I yeah. suppose right now, yeah. Uh, okay. similar similar but different. Okay. Uh, you're thinking of the wrong card game, Jimmy. Um, I'm thinking of the original, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Some fucker out there just had an aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> you happy with yourself? You just, you just killed, killed some neckbeard, okay? Yeah, like, so, <laughs> some guy just on a bus, his knuckles are white. Like, just holding the. the... <laughs> um, so, not only was this uh, Kaito's spark, Himoto, it turns out, the Kami, uh, is referred to as the Kami of the spark implying a planeswalker spark is kind of innately tied to this concept of merging with a spiritual power slash Akami. Uh, so it, 
I mean, if our if our Magic the Gathering studies so far, I guess we're on probably two oh one at this point, right? Uh, well, I I hope so because I've studied. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got you guys haven't always passed. I'll say, you know what I mean. Like, okay, we, yeah. we did one oh one a couple times, I think. Yeah, uh, I'm so <laughs> glad that my teachers at university never said so. Jamie, what do you remember from last week? Could you just say in front of the class? <laughs> uh, so there was a thing, and he was. Uh, <laughs> To be uh, fair, like remembering stuff in school is a little bit easier, I find. <laughs> uh, school was never this fun, at least, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. So if our, if our Magic the Gathering studies are up to date so far, it, it seems like, like, you know, the Kami must be made of magic of the multiverse, as we've kind of looked at it before. If this Kami giving him his spark it, it somehow allows that, it, like, whereas other ones... They're basically just tapping into the blind eternities, like other planeswalkers when they get their spark. They're right. tapping into this source that kind of moves between planes, right? That we've talked about before. It all it all flows through Dominaria, which is kind of the nexus. Uh, it comes from a variety of different sources. Like Zendikar is a very powerful source plane. Um, I like the uh, lack of trauma in this one, where it's just like my family was killed. Like, oh, I was abused. I was enslaved by the dark god Nicol Bolas. It's just like I put a raccoon with big balls on my face. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's not no trauma. Like, you did have parents dying. He did it. (laughs) Parents dying in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, unregulated Uh, science killed my parents and their own ambition. Yeah, and then I got taken. In by a, a a king, but I went to work for the. He kind of has like a mo- He kind of has like a Moses arc, like Moses living with Ramses, right? Sort of thing. Sure. I haven't read the book, but I saw. Yeah, I, I, I saw. I, I almost said I see the movie The King of England, which <laughs> is that that that's that was that's the COVID brain right there. But like, if you see like Prince of Egypt, that's like the plot of what I assume of that part of the Bible. I haven't. I know it's 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 let my people go, right? That's the that's the scene you're referring to. I've seen the yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlantis, the seven plagues, the parting of the Red Sea, that 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 whole thing. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the Muppets have done a cover of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost guaranteed. So so we've got our planeswalker. He steps into the blind eternities. He he's he's planeswalking, baby. Hey, I'm planeswalking here. That's just my catchphrase from the very get-go. You can tell by the way I walk. And he's just like BG's walking through So Kaito, is he wanders on and off for about nine years. I also love the image of him just being like, he's like, oh, like his sister seeing this like revelatory, like, wow, the Kami just jumped into this sex doll no questions asked all of its own volition he's like wait wait let me see something puts on the mask and then vanishes from the plane like how traumatic must that be for his sister who all the trauma that he's gone through she also fucking went through right so Uh, like and and she's just like now also sees him completely disappear what do you think it sounded like it was like he's gone yeah I'm gonna do the exact same thing. <laughs> I, I, I like to picture like a zoom. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Adios. Uh, he says as he jumps into the into the wormhole. Or like right before he puts the raccoon onto his face, he's like, "Adios." And then, yeah. <laughs> and then you get then you get the pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kaito wanders off. 
wanders on and off for about nine years. Uh, he scours the multiverse for any sign of either the attacker that night at Iganjo Castle or the Emperor's assailant, or, I mean, obviously the Emperor. Um, oh, Royal Arm guy, Johnny Silverhand. He's still looking for this. Yeah, he's, he's still looking for Johnny Silverhand. He, he hasn't lost his mission. That's why he was here in the forest in the first place. Was to He was trying to get Tameshi's tech to get on Satoru's good side so that Satoru would tell him where the guy with the chrome arm was. Right. right? Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, he does come back to Kamigawa periodically, so he does stop in and, and see his sister. And, you know, it, the trauma of him just vanishing that day in the forest is never brought up again, but <laughs> I gotta imagine she went to therapy for it. Like, she doesn't ask him about it? Like, I mean, the, sto- the story jumps ahead nine years, essentially. Like, oh, okay. The written story, so it's just like nine years later, they're kind of like whatever and it does say like it w- that wasn't his first time back since he left so he has okay. been back she got hooked on soma or whatever uh mm-hmm. orgy porgy baby yeah um so yeah he he does come back periodically but he is still looking for for the emperor uh or any clues thereof which the man with the chrome arm seems to be <laughs> uh he, he's like he, he just keeps popping back to kamigawa to be like yo the emperor home yeah, Yo. yeah. He, Yo, he's looking for footprints, but it's just like two boots, as if like you set them down together because it's Johnny whatever, and he's just t posing away all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. all the footprints are exactly next like, to like, each like other. ski grooves, like just yeah, I was yeah. say, just like dragged along <laughs> ski grooves through the blind eternities. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, he makes no pre- no progress over the nine years that he's gone. Uh, Kaito and Tameshi continue their friendship. They quickly become the best of friends. They're they're uh, tight as a sweater. Um, they, uh, you know, like when he stops in, I guess he visits Tameshi pretty often. Tameshi's probably like sharing, like, "Hey, here's some like new tech." You know what I mean? Uh, after all, Tameshi was right about you know uh, Kaito's new pet Kami being like down with the robot suit. So like. He's like, yeah, you know, you're you right. You're you're pretty smart. They're pretty happy, so you must be a good guy, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The raccoon thing was pretty cool, but you can keep pictures on this one. It's just like yeah, right. USB. It's like <laughs> crazy. I mean, there is some men- there is some mention of like updating the body. Like it is very cyberpunk and like, oh, I got a new model for your for your uh, ghost robot. So uh, oh, here it is, yeah. you know, and the, the the ghost robot will switch bodies, kind of thing. Big titties cool. on it, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I sent you guys a, a picture of Tameshi, who uh, looks very cool. Am I right? Uh, I'll let you guys go ahead and, and describe him. But uh, very, very... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go take a crack. There's a lot going on here. I like that he has rabbit ears that are limp, like an old cloth that he, he rests over his, his giant horns. He's yep. got He's got the sideways, like... Jew perm of the mom from Rugrats going on too. Yeah, yeah. And I then like bit bit. It, honestly, he looks like somebody fused Lady Gaga with the mom from Rugrats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, La- Lady Gaga is definitely the aesthetic. Yeah, uh, I can see that. The hairstyle is very the mom from Rugrats. So and then he's got like the just like two got, cones, like two two. I guess like conch shells uh, out. Oh, on either side, basically. Or like, side. yeah, or like, like cone-shaped buns, basically. Yeah, yeah. he rests his limp rabbit ears over, and yeah, yeah, he's got a lighthouse in his hand that he's holding underneath with one hand, and then kind of like doing like the ooh crystal ball motion with the other hand above it. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got he's got uh, in this art, which is by Scott M. Fisher. Uh, he has a, a very uh, very futuristic piece of tech, which uh, we'll uh, foreshadow today, but we won't actually talk about just yet. Okay. okay. Um. So, uh, oh, he's got sexy guy round anime glasses too. Yeah, yeah. this lots is lots of blues. Everything's lots blue. of blues and whites. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, he's he's sky people, right? So why not? Um, so this is Kaito's best friend, I guess. The the Kaito is best friend with uh, gender bending Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> cool. So eventually, uh, on one of Kaito's return visits to Kamigawa, he gets a uh, tip from his sister, not about the emperor, but about Tameshi himself. Really? Um, it turns out Tameshi had been conducting illegal merge studies, uh, as any good futurist would. To which Kaido kind of scoffs. He's like, sis, I'm not going to narc on my best friend, okay? I, I t- I've told you before. I don't believe the Imperial way to do things is necessarily the right way to do things. So stop, you know, stop pushing me to, to yeah. give you information. Let's yeah, just got, have some turkey. Sky people. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just have some turkey and finish this meal. We don't have to get into politics every time we get together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they do the wishbone. Aiko, uh, you know, Kaido's like, oh man, I wish I could find the emperor. Aiko's like, I wish I wish I the sky people friend. would stop dumping sewage into the center. Of the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, so Aiko's like, no, 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 no. I, I I don't care about his his illegal operations so much. Uh, it's not about what Tameshi is studying. It's not about the merge gates or anything like that. Uh, but who Tameshi is with. Tameshi was spotted visiting merge sites with a man from the Undercity, a man with a chrome arm. Oh. After all the years of friendship, Kaido's pretty gutted that Tameshi would withhold information like that. Uh, you know, he definitely told Tameshi at this point, like, they're best friends. He definitely told him, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, traveling the multiverse looking for the Emperor who disappeared and probably told him about the man with the chrome arm. So, like, there's no way that Tameshi no- would not be like oh i you know i i never thought to mention to you that i've been hanging out with the guy of the chrome arm all these honestly years. i didn't notice he he wears a glove on that <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> um it's like two fingers too it's like it's like it's like driving gloves you can just the yeah, yeah. window in the back too yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a full chrome arm like he's got yeah. a tank he's got a tank top but a glove on right like, yeah of course this <laughs> <laughs> is like oof I, uh, I should cover this up yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have limb blindness, you know. If you yeah, 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 face yeah. blindness, yeah. 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 Uh, you don't you don't just ask me what color somebody's uh arm skin is, okay? Like you know, you don't just <laughs> ask that of somebody. Yeah. Um so he he trusted Tameshi for a long time, but ultimately he did trust his sister more. Um so Kaito, you know, straight to the point. Like any person without a reliable father figure in their life decides to not be open about it. Not be honest with his friend, but instead follow him around for weeks, gathering dirt on him. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I guess he's he didn't leave Tameshi a line like, hey, I'm back from the multiverse, you know, just like has been around Kamigawa, trailing him, trying to figure out, you know, oh, what's he up to? Who's he meeting? You know, he's he's flying the dr- he's literally flying drones. That is like completely canon. He is flying drones into the bushes outside the fourth floor. <laughs> Uh, building and, and spying oh, on yeah. his best friend. Is, yeah. Tanuk, is Tanuki's jumping up trying to catch it and everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, 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 the yeah, big yeah. balls hold it down too. Yeah. 
can't catch his strokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Tanukis can't jump. It's like being it's like being strapped to a beanbag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kaito knew that Tameshi dealt with the Undercity from time to time. So it wasn't such a surprise that he'd been seen with somebody from the Undercity. Uh, again, it's like hyper-futuristic, this world. The fact that nobody has a chrome arm seems crazy to me, or nobody could be described as having a chrome arm seems crazy to me. Like, if it was a guy with a hook, maybe I could understand. Yeah. But a fucking chrome arm? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna be fucking sick, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, it's, it's one thing, like, I understand the the person that he saw knowing like, Oh, that's not someone from Kamigawa, you know, like I, he had this weird energy about him. Like there, what there could have been something there. Like I could see that from a storytelling point of view, but yeah. the fact that his sister is just like, I heard from somebody else that he was seen with this person and him just being like, well, it's gotta be the guy, uh, is something. It's a story. It will turn out to be the guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out in a bit, but oh, really? I do, <laughs> yeah, I do think it's, uh, it's just kind of silly that he's just like, Oh man, it's the, who else, who else has a metal arm in this, uh, cyberpunk future where everyone <laughs> has implants and we've got ghosts and robots and, yeah, and flying just... cars and all this stuff. Petting his chrome rat that he yeah, hangs yeah. out with. Like <laughs> <a> metal arm. Just peeping toms <laughs> through windows. <laughs> cyberpunk <laughs> battle theme play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the it's like the Back to the Future scene where like um Marty's dad Marty's is in the tree George with the binoculars. <laughs> just like yeah. puts on the binoculars and you get the um so so kaito knew that tameshi dealt with the undercity from time to time after all there was illegal tech that futurists would still want to get their hands on uh so when he followed him making back alley deals there wasn't anything too incriminating to it like he saw he sees him he's like oh yeah you know i'll take uh whatever i'll take uh you know this uh insulin you know cure for radiation poisoning that they had that his parents needed and cure for radiation poisoning for sale on a, from a, a hawker i'll take a wayfair wardrobe if you don't mind you know like all the <laughs> 11 thing. 11 grand and it's named eleanor seems reasonable yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so he, he's just like following him to the on a couple trips to the undercity his, his lab is in the in the sky city there so he's spending a lot of time up there it's never clear like People do visit the Flying City, uh, like non-Moon Folk people do visit the Flying City. For a while, it was like closed to all non-Moon Folk back in like the old, like the, the first Kamigawa episode, like people didn't go there. These days it is open. They do have like their Imperial Palace where like non-Moon Folk are not allowed. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess they probably use like a cable car or something, which like just feels like inconvenient if he's just like flying up to the city and you're trying to trail him. Like uh, just like wait, hold that, hold that train, hold that train, please. And you're just like yeah. wait, waiting on the gondola for it to get all the way up. But um, I imagined his like his peeping tom drone, like just like buzzing up, like to the flying city, just like kind of hovering there off balance because it's just covered <laughs> covered in sewage. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, he waits for Tameshi to leave one day and breaks into Tameshi's compound. Uh, he doesn't find much beyond a single coded message and a data chip containing the blueprints of a strange device, which Jamie alluded to earlier. Is it the uh, chrome arm? The message, yeah, it's just a chrome arm in a, in a drawer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what could this be? Yeah. The message uh, asked simply to meet in the Undercity. Didn't give any more info than that. The blueprint was for a small device Thin and square, with wiry arms made of glowing blue light. 
so I posted a picture, uh, art by Campbell White again, uh, which you guys can take a moment to describe. It is what uh, Tameshi had been holding last picture as well, but yeah. a little little higher res, this one. It's used it to... Like little, uh... Oh, sorry. No, a wild guess. It's used mm-hmm. to go across planes. Uh... That's no. a guess. It's a sure. guess. <laughs> uh, okay. I thought I'd be I right. Um, I'll, give, I'll give you that. It looks like a, a little, uh, like, a, like a hut that kind of has a, uh, like a, almost like a crescent moon on the top of it of blue, and then it like has a bunch of little wires that come off the bottom. That it looks like it goes into a hand or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. We'll uh, again. We'll we'll you know kind of tease it this episode. It is uh, an illegal bio enhancement. Essentially, uh, this is this is just the blueprints for it. This, so this is not he doesn't actually find this chip. He just finds the blueprints to chip. Oh, okay. it's the uh, penis so... enlargement that actually works. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> cyberpunk <laughs> theme. Boom, boom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, yeah, I just got a new camera, which is not the most impressive thing on the planet. So we can maybe do video content in a year and a half whenever we get our shit together. I would love a soundboard. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Very Very gettable. Very gettable. Yeah. The only thing Um, is... Well, we'll talk shop later. I I know how to make it work on my side. I don't know how to make you guys hear it, too. But that that, that we can fix. That we can fix. I I think I would like that even more, where Jamie just, like, punches in a laugh track. And it just just kills himself laughing. Just, like, (laughs) just loving it. And Ethan and I are on the other side here. (laughs) Yeah, and you'd be talking over it because you don't know what's happening at the same time. And Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, So... Kaito follows him and finds himself at an uncanny and unsettling laboratory in the Undercity. So, again, he had a coded message that said, meet me in the Undercity, presumably at this place. Uh, yeah. Or, he, or oh, no, it, it specifically says, like, Moonfolk don't go to the Undercity all that often. They got they got a floating city that shits on people. Why would they ever come down here where all the shit yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> meet me at my favorite. <laughs> meet me at my favorite umbrella. We'll stay dry, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Uh, so it does say like he goes down and it's just like he he greases the right hands. It's like, hey, you seen a moon folk? And it's like, yeah, I, I did see one. Yeah. He went, he went that away. He uh, went right past that sign that said no moon folk, no DDs. And it's yeah. like, ah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they end up at this this like warehouse. Uh, and and Kaido you know breaks in. He sends the Tanuki out to do some scouting. He sends some of his drones out to do some scanning uh, scouting. Um, he sneaks in. And he finds himself in this this lab, very uncanny, very unsettling. Uh, he finds work unlike anything he's seen on Kamigawa, or or even probably hasn't seen anything really like it in on any other plane that he's did either. Uh, I got another quote for you. Glowing beakers were contorted around one another like a maze of glass. Some of them bubbled with neon liquid, and others sparked with energy. Surgical instruments littered the surface. There were oddly shaped knives that looked like wide triangles and others that were thin as twigs. Smaller beakers filled with strange metallic-hued serums were laid out on a work table. And fragments of metal and frayed wires surrounded each other like puzzle pieces that didn't quite fit. Um, so he's like kind of puzzling this. Uh, you know what he's what what he's like looking at here. He's like, what's what's all this uh, beaker? Well, what's all this? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Is all this? You know, beakers filled with stuff. I don't get it. Um, because yes. he... <laughs> of course, like <laughs> basic cybernetics in this futuristic city 
are beyond all comprehension. So, like, yeah, ex- of of course, around Kamigawa, they have a bunch of empty glass vessels. So, yeah. just, <laughs> beakers with liquid, no, and like this is illegal. Yeah. The futurists, have pre- the anti-futurists, have prevented certain things, like using cups. Um, yeah. So, so he's like kind of studying this when he hears like a voice bark out some order that's that's something along the lines of like. Oh, uh, we're done with these samples. Dispose of them. Uh, the biomasses are are no longer necessary. Um, and then he kind of hears this like shuffling sound, and he gets a glimpse of Chrome, Chrome arm with terrible claws. At the end of it. Whoa! But it is unlike the arm on the man that he had seen before. It was almost nothing like the man that he had seen that night in Iganjo Castle. Still hiding, he spots a terrible creature. Made entirely of chrome with terrible claws and a face not unlike a bird. It wasn't the man from Iganjo, but was something else entirely. It's a tin man from uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oil can! Oil can! <laughs> <laughs> is that what this thing is saying? Oh, God. Yeah. No, okay, it's much more grotesque. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I was going to ask because the kind of the the twisted lab the twisted laboratory and the horrible experiments and the beakers filled with unknown fluids i got a little bit of phyrexia vibes so uh and that thing certainly looks uh like maybe there's not so much like exposed meat but it looks a little phyrexian it is absolutely phyrexian and if you remember the phyrexians like weren't meat necessarily they were they they came from like the all metal plane uh, argentum which they had corrupted right like they are machines oh, horrible yes. machines that repurpose me so yes this is a phyrexian which ah. has never been seen on this plane before uh we're not going to talk too much about the phyrexians on this episode but we will get into their their role to play in all this uh sometime soon so this thing this phyrexian is walking around and barking orders at, at these like henchmen just goons who are like yeah, well, boss told us to come work for this horrible monstrosity. Oh, I, I guess we gotta do it, huh? <laughs> um. <laughs> Man, to hear this thing bark orders like when it, it hit its sil- its hard syllables and stuff, it's not gonna be like what it sounds like when we talk with our soft meat mouths. He's it got doesn't like, have lips. Yeah, yeah, he's got like a metal toothy and then like sort of lips but they're like big jutting out metal. It, it would probably be a lot of uh it would sound like a couple of tanuki's balls knocking together if i'll be honest yeah, yeah exactly. i would say so yeah uh, a, a newton <laughs> it sounds like a newton scrotum in motion yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> less skin oh uh, yeah all cradle uh yeah uh <laughs> yeah. um so the henchmen who are, are working for him uh for for it i guess um some of them emerge they're carrying a box uh, between them, that Kaido's like, oh, that looks like it could almost fit a weapon. Oh, uh, shit. Hang on a second. Is the chrome <laughs> arm guy Karn? No. Ah, oh, too bad. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's a guess. Is it a Johnny? Johnny come Johnny come lightly. Is it a Johnny? Uh, it's not a Johnny? Is it's it, not a Johnny. Uh, oh, Elspeth? Uh, it's not Elspeth. No, it just like with the Phyrexians and then like the unknown unknown technology from outside, because of course we've only got the one planeswalker for the first time. The now with the introduction of other planes and a Phyrexian is just like, oh, I know Karn has like had some bad times and is like a chrome golem too. Mm-hmm. So it, he would be an unrecognized technology as well within the within the story. He would be. Absolutely, absolutely. But he was full chrome, not just chrome arm. He was he was chrome all over. Oh. Old, old Baldy. Is it Nico Bolas? It's not Nico Bolas. The oh. man is not Nico Bolas, but he may be an agent. Bolas. 
Oh. Um, so as the the henchmen are leaving, they've got this box that Kaito is like, oh, that looks about the right size for some kind of weapon. Uh, but as they're carrying it, a scream cries out from inside the box. A scream not unlike a kami's. They're answering to the strange metallic creature. Oh, no. Uh, so they load this thing into the van. Kaito's like kind of frozen on the spot, doesn't know what to do. Uh, the henchmen set fire to the building. They basically like describes one of them like throws a, a throws a baseball at uh, all the vials, all the beakers, all those vials and beakers that we described before, and they just like erupt in gouts of flame. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they, they they peel off into the night. Uh, Kaido's kind of there, like, do I chase them? And he's like, no, there's evidence here. He runs into the burning building, gonna try and save whatever evidence he can. He doesn't find too much evidence. What he finds instead is a dying Temeshi clawed through his torso by what looked like metal claws. Oh. Kaito grabs his friend, tries to save him, but quickly realizes he's not able to move him without killing him outright. They catch up, you know, talk about the weather a bit. <laughs> um, Tameshi apologizes for keeping secrets from his friend. With his dying breath, Tameshi gives Kaito just a name, Tezzeret. I remember um, that name. That sounds familiar. You've said that before. I think I, I think I told you guys in the last episode, I was like, you guys have heard the name before. I've said I would probably do an episode on him, but we've never like fully talked about him, I guess. Right. Um, so I, I, I was, I'm actually debating. I, I'm planning a, a Tezzeret episode pretty, pretty live now, and it might be my next episode rather than Neon Dynasty 3. I might catch us up on Tezzeret, who he is, what his motivators are, and bring us up to this point. Uh, which might lead me into a five-parter because he he's like he's got way more backstory than Kaito. I'll give you that because he he's been one of the main antagonists. Uh, he is an agent of Nicole Bolas. He's been one of the main antagonists of the magic story for a long time. Basically, this whole second arc now, where it, it was Yagmoth for a long time, then became Nicole Bolas like ten years ago, basically. Uh, and and or maybe yeah, probably around then. But. Um, so I, I don't know. If you, if you guys want to hear uh, a Tezzeret-specific episode, then uh, crunch at us, let us know, send us an email, or, or, or hop into the Discord and just tell us there. Um, or uh, Tezzeret-specific episodes also, uh, which I will probably just end up getting carried away and, and doing no matter what. Uh, <laughs> whether or not that comes before the resolution of, of Kamigawa or not, I'll I'll try and determine. You know, I, I feel like it'll have more impact if you guys kind of know who Tezzeret is. I just want to know more about forward. this chrome-armed freak. Chrome arm freak. Yeah, we have. Uh, you gotta at least give us that. You gotta give us some closure there. The the, the magic guy, the, the the power. Yeah, it's Tezzeret. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure oh, it's Tezzeret. Oh, it is him. Yeah, oh. I guess I wasn't I wasn't explicit there, but okay. Because uh, I thought when yeah. you said the chrome arm was different, it was oh, because that was the yeah. So it was the creature, the Phyrexian, which I almost right. didn't show you guys that picture because I was like, Pete will recognize this. As and I think he's drawn enough of them at this point yeah. uh, for the artwork for these episodes. But I was like, honestly, that's like a good teaser as well. Uh, Tezzeret's here working for Nicol Bolas and the Phyrexians are here for some reason. Okay. And, you know, uh, Tameshi came here. Uh, we, we thought the lead was he's coming here to meet Tezzeret, you know, uh, who, again, I, I mentioned on last week's episode, like people would recognize the man with the metal arm as Tezzeret probably, like people who follow uh you know, magic, I guess. Okay. Not even the magic stories, but if you've seen his card art, like he has a, a metal arm basically. Okay. okay. Uh, and like purple and purple energy is often like evil purple, I guess is the best way to describe it. Like evil pink or evil purple. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of his, his energy aura. Uh, 
so like the whole the whole you know switcheroo was like you get here and it's actually a phyrexian and you're like well do the are the phyrexians working with nicole bolas and tezzeret but there's no sign of tezzeret here so uh, Tameshi was meeting the phyrexians as well uh okay, but I'll, okay. I'll more on that next week uh as well as more on the reality chip that strange device which Tameshi had designed uh oh, what, that's what that was what he was designing it for huh uh so yeah thanks so much for listening everybody hope you guys enjoyed the episode uh i did have fun writing it uh i'm sorry if it was a little disjointed i was high on covid while i was writing it so uh, <laughs> it was great you know, it was great main, main line in that so i blame my listening skills for not getting that <laughs> ending point it was great yeah. um yeah uh i've been your host ethan palmer uh if you want to get in touch with us i've said it a few times send us an email uh we love to do mailbags every now and then uh as uh, and you can also hop into the discord and uh chat with us there you can uh jump into voice chat with pete whenever he's drawing sometimes uh sometimes we'll do community gaming stuff we got you know minecraft server lots of other people play other games handolo was talking about setting an arc survival server they've uh, got one. That. yeah they've got he's one, already right? got one yeah i can't keep up the uh, the discord pops off so much i you know it's hard to keep track of everything but uh, everyone in there is is fantastic and friendly and nice uh you know so uh if you want to get in touch with us that's a great way to do it otherwise if you're a little shy and you don't feel like joining another discord server i totally get it send us an email would you would you bozo come on uh <laughs> pete uh what's going on in uh in art art world what's going on in the arts these days huh well not yeah that's true that's a good question uh at lord boys podcast on instagram if you want to check out the title cards you can reach out directly as well every once in a while we get a couple of dms i try and answer as quickly as i can uh, check out Squared Idea. Uh, the reason that we went to Comic-Con, had so much fun, and Ethan and I both got fucking COVID is because of Squared <laughs> Idea. I'm wearing the shirt right now. They Mike will be publishing... <laughs> exactly. Um, they'll be publishing my comic as soon as it's done. I got a lot of work done. I'm about a quarter of the way through, line work-wise, now that I've finished my vacation. I'm doing good work. I gotta say, I'm very excited. Can't wait to lose my job and just work <laughs> on this and just work on this full-time. Uh, but yeah, check out Squared Idea for a lot of the work that some of my colleagues there do as well. Uh, and then I'm like, I'm feeling the pressure. I know people want to like see what the fuck we're working on, but uh, we'll have to see. But yeah, good people, good content, and uh, they did us a big favor with uh, bringing us to Comic Con for that for that whole thing. That was very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, coming soon to a comic store near you. Jamie, what about you? Uh, what what? How's your comic book coming? That's uh, pretty good. I <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> I set the bar lower, which is a pretty good business strategy. Right. So right, really. I For only me, have too. one panel and the mm -hmm. line work's done. I just got to work on my backgrounds, but backgrounds are tough, right, Pete? Backgrounds oh, suck, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. we all oh, know backgrounds suck. Yeah, backgrounds suck. So <laughs> mine's going to be ready. Like, what do you draw? What, what happens behind people? I don't know, okay? <laughs> I don't know what happens behind them. Frick. What do we do with their hand? What do we do with people's hands, feet, and yeah. what happens behind them is yeah. the, it's always the question. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, Corso's easy. Easy. Don't, I love torsos. I love drawing torsos. Let me tell you, favorite parts to draw. Torsos, the frowny face on it is what you can yeah. expect out of my book, boys. I'll <laughs> be done probably in the next couple days, but I'm going to save it and wait till Pete's going to release his, and I'll try and muddy the waters and release mine at the exact same time. Yeah, exactly. So, We're, that's, that's, yeah. that's all That's all of our plans, I think, yeah. is to make as much noise as possible. I'm planning a... Well, I probably shouldn't say it, but... <laughs> 
I'm planning an assassination of a high-ranking member of government around the same time so it gets lost in the news also, you know? <laughs> oh, no, you're going to kill John Pistol Shrimp? It's like every time you Google <laughs> Pistol Shrimp. Yeah. Just, you know, just like fuck up, fuck up the SEO completely. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea that we're just like setting up this, which I think some companies do especially media companies like where we are like setting up our own competition just to compete against ourselves basically <laughs> <laughs> well like uh, ea did with like battlefield and titanfall where they've just got like two products butting heads yeah exactly exactly yeah. um yeah uh thanks so much for listening everybody uh if you guys want to support the show and all the things that we do we do have a patreon patreon.com slash the lore boys uh head on over there we have a couple different tiers that you can check out we got bonus content which we recorded before this episode We've got, uh, you can get my script with all the uh, audio, audio, or not audio, visual cues. I was like, audio, visual. I was like, nah, you got to drop the visual, idiot. If you read uh, out loud, I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> we did we did describe them out loud. So I guess they are audio, visual uh, cues. Um, those are all included in the script, which you guys will have access to during the Patreon. Uh, we do the loser titles, which is a fun game, which happens last night for this episode. But uh, here we are recording on a Tuesday. Uh, so that I mean, COVID be COVID, dude. Yeah, COVID, COVID do be COVID as it is, you know. I'd like um, to let the listeners know I was ready yesterday. So he was ready, dude. Yeah. Homeboy, homeboy texted me a picture of a torso frowning uh, when I said <laughs> I couldn't record last night. So. <laughs> Um, Jamie always with the fucking negging, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, I got COVID uh, yeah, yeah. months ago, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and I showed up on time. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. Yeah, about I, that, I don't but... know. I don't know if you yeah. you definitely did show up on time, but I don't know if you were hosting an episode when you were probably not. Probably so, not. No, yeah. so that's my excuse, and I'm fucking sticking to it. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Uh, if you guys don't trust Patreon, we do have, of course, Lower Voice Prime, which uh, some people do call the original Patreon. People call it that. Look it up. Uh, Google yeah, uh, pistol, shrimp, pistol Shrimp Assassinated in Broad Daylight, and you'll get uh, <laughs> the origin of Lower Voice Prime. Uh, Mr. Mr. Pistol Shrimp Assassinated yeah. in Broad Daylight. Yeah. Uh, and he's the, he's like the, he's, what's his jurisdiction? I think he looks over the frontier or something like that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. Yeah, it's yeah. a small we, town, Western Canada. Yeah, Man, we, we, are, we are making this so much more complicated than we need to, Jamie. I just realized that we decide the episode titles, so just every episode could be titled, like, the Black Frontier, the Pistol oh, Shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get more hits than Squared Idea oh, for sure. And, and <laughs> dude, I edit. I just cut out all this bullshit of him talking about his publisher. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you guys if you guys want to support uh, us via Lord Boys Prime, of course we do need your help. We need you guys to get Peter off the front page. We need your guys' help. Uh, <laughs> just, just setting up fake pistol shrimps, basically, uh, and making sure that whoever Google's a pistol shrimp. It's either uh, a picture of missile, Mr. Pistol Shrimp, which uh, please submit your drawings of Mr. Pistol Shrimp uh, so Jamie can include them in his comic. Do uh, <laughs> our email, contact at loveboys.com, uh, and, and just spam them all over. Spam them on Facebook pages. Spam them, spam them to your grandma. Get grandma to forward. Let's get a picture of, I don't even know what, but we can say upvote this and call it Peter O'Donohue on Reddit, like a picture of a ham or something. So yeah. every time you search Peter O'Donoghue, it's just a picture of a ham. Yeah. Look, if the internet can get Google to give you just pictures of scorpions by searching snip snap doggos enough times, we can do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This, yeah. Is a, this is this is this is gra- a grassroots movement. This is it's what Bernie Sanders action. stands for. Yeah, Elden yeah. Ring yeah. dog, you get a turtle. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
2012, you get that guy taking his pants off in broad daylight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Coney, never forget. I think that constitutes a lore, lore boy. boy. Lore boy. <laughs> So they're like, well, this is a village. Let's attack. Uh, and then they spawn there. They end up stepping into the hole with all the water. They fall down 26, and then it's just exactly one hit to kill them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they got really into Minecraft. It's like They did say that COVID makes you lose your sense of taste, so I get it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 